This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome back to Rockcast, the podcast where we talk all things rock and Spark Development Network. I'm Emily Foreman. We have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo here, and we are going to wrap up the year for you in terms of rock and look forward to 2022. It has been a big year with a lot of things going on, but we have to, of course, first start out with where are we right now in our rock versions, Nick? Um, What's going on? Um, We have just moved version 13 to alpha. Um, actually it's happening as we're recording this and we, we had a pre pre alpha, um, for version 13, but version 13 has just been, it feels like it's been in progress for a long time. So I went back and looked at, um, I went back and looked at how many releases we had this year. So if, if we were to count V13 as being released this year, which I, I don't think it's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. We have nine, but that would be the 10th. So we've had nine releases this year in between working on version 13. So V13 wow. has been... Yeah. Well, those minor releases were really major releases. I mean, the major features in those minor releases. Yeah, and that's why it feels like uh, a lot going on. And there's a lot of big changes in in version 13. So I I wrote down a few things here in my notes. We have 65 additions, and those are pretty big additions, Mm -hmm. which is uh, unreal. And then between, there are 55 what we classified as fixes and 56 what we classified as improvements. And together, those um, there out of there are like 64 issues that were publicly you know, reported on GitHub. So there's just a lot of things happening in version 13. And I feel like our our documentation is probably not quite ready. The beta docs um, are probably missing a few things that I, I, I need to check through that today and tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and even this week, things got added to 13 that were unplanned. <laughs> I mean, I... I I was in a meeting earlier this week. I'm like, well, that, that probably won't be, you know, in in 13. And you're like, oh no, we actually just did it yesterday. I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't the need to be there, but that's great that it is. And and some pretty significant things that, you know, that's one thing. Like, there's major things, like things you mentioned, like huge, like media um, giving overviews and stuff like that. Those are ginormous features, um, giving alerts. Uh, giving journeys while we keep going. But there's a lot of other like minor major things. Like we've done some things with the analytics tables that provide some really cool ways to enhance your SQL and your reporting. Um, You know, some, from some of our direct work with churches and it's just so exciting to see that in there. Yeah. And um, it's, it's very nerve wracking for me. Um, There's a lot of like stress, but the blessing, like you just mentioned, you know, we, we ramped up a few other developers and we're, we're I feel like we're picking up our speed again. Mm-hmm. And uh, that feels good to be able to get stuff in mm-hmm. at the last minute. But it's also stressful because we're trying to like put a line in the sand and say no more for V13. And uh, it's just exciting. Yeah, it's good to have that out. And that'll be a major, hopefully that's our last like megalith, you know, update. Yeah. And hopefully we start having 
big feature or big updates, but not megalith yep. updates. Yep, that is our our plan, and I think we'll, we're gonna we're gonna get there in 2022. Yeah. Those are some pretty incredible numbers related to what has actually gone out this year. And I know sometimes from the community perspective, you might put an issue in GitHub, you might hear some things at a conference, and you're like, I wonder what's happening over there. And so it's kind of interesting to hear that conceptualized in actual numbers. Like these are the things that we've done and they're pretty, um, there's quite a bit there. Yeah. Maybe I'll throw together, I'll get my notes and maybe we'll make a blog post if I can get approval to just say for the whole year, how many bug fixes, features, commits, you know, we kind of do internally. Right. And we have some of that, like at the conference, like all we have to do is tack on the 13 and maybe 12, eight, seven, those were all added. Yep. Um, and Colin on our team is working on a nice uh, what's what's new in the version thirteen video. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I was wondering about that. Yep, he's working on it. That's going to be a challenge. <laughs> he's going to be having to think of a lot of things. Yeah. So we'll probably be starting beta right at the beginning of next year, in a couple weeks. Yeah. But what was new that we did do that pre-alpha, where where uh, some community members gave us access to their own. Uh, internal systems that we were able to go do some spot checking because it's really hard for us to test things like giving analytics and giving overviews because we don't have regularly church pattern data and so that was really nice to have access to that and and uh, the good thing is everything worked you know fairly well like it, everything looked right so but it was nice to be able to see it on real church data yeah it, it, and that was another little mini project we slipped in at the end like hey let's get that going let's get some churches to sign up for that, and we had four very quickly do that. So thank you. Um, but it was nerve-wracking, wondering what it was going to look like on real-shaped data. So that's all behind us now, <laughs> moving forward. Well, while we're talking numbers, let's look at some of the other numbers that might be interesting in the rock community to the people who've been around or joined us in the course of the last year. So we are so close to having 600 churches running live on Rock right now. We saw a little adjustment over the course of the last probably two years as some churches that had been, the some of the very small churches that had been using Rock um, had some staff turnover. And with that staff turnover, the one person on their team who'd been their Rock advocate and gotten them up and running may have moved off. And those churches, we've seen a little bit. If someone uh, leaves the uh, Rock community, that might be why. We've seen a little of that, not too much, but we've seen a lot of growth as well. And we're right on the cusp of almost 600 churches that are running live on Rock right now. I think we'll we'll surpass that number at some point next year. So we'll keep an eye on that. But it is fun to see what the growth of the community looks like. Um, as far as class attendance this year, this was the first full calendar year where we ran three different levels of classes for those in the Rock community. We have the Rock 100 series, which is a one week of 101 and one week of 102. And uh, we also have the master class, which has been our longest running, most popular class. And uh, by request, we added a sequel for Rock class for those who wanted who know Rock but not sequel and wanted to go deeper into the data structure and learn some more reporting level skills. And so between all those um, classes this year, we broke 200 attendees. So we had 204 people taking some kind of continuing ed kind of courses inside Rock and gaining and upping their skill set as well. And you can see that starting to uh, take place in the community as well, our community involvement. Now that we have some of the uh, COVID restraints behind us, um, community involvement's ticking up. Uh, Rocket Chat members have increased by over 400 in the last year. 
We had a total of 318 organizations participate in our uh, conference this year. So that is between in-person and online, two-thirds uh, in-person and another third online. We have 12 regional communities in the Rock community right now, and those are areas where regionally inside the U.S. there is a, a, a group of churches that has come together, and so there's a, a like a concentration of Rock churches that kind of share best practices and connect, um, and we do help facilitate those. So if you're in a region, uh, look for one of those. You can find a connection inside Rocket Chat, and if you don't have one yet and you know there's a, a solid group of churches in your area, reach out to us and let us know. We can help get that set up in a way that facilitates local connection, but doesn't silo all the best practices and good things that come along with that rock knowledge from the rest of the community. In the alpha and beta testing world, uh, Nick, we have 28 alpha testers and 74 beta testers. Yeah. And uh, that's going to flip-flop a little bit. We're going to move a lot of those beta testers um, to alpha testing. We, we, I think we've been communicating with them last week and the week before. So Yep. So that's exciting yep. news. There's a lot of movement there, and it's great to have uh, depth and breadth in those categories because we know different people have different um, cycles of involvement, and so sometimes they're really heavy and unable to be involved, and sometimes they're more free. So mm -hmm. don't feel like that bandwagon is full. You can still jump into that. We always need more. Rockstars, 88 this year. I know we talked about that at the conference, um, but that's a, a great group and something to shoot for. So if you're planning what you want to do in the rock community in 2022, um, you know, consider how upping your game and then investing that back in the community could be a benefit to everyone. We had four new members of the 1000 Point Club, speaking of. Wow. So that's exciting. Um, and don't forget to the get you can find out how you can get points by going to get involved and looking at the ways you can give back to the community. We had over 6,200 podcast downloads, um, and this one hasn't even been released yet. So that's exciting. Wow. And as of right now, we are projecting that for the 2021 um, uh, commitments to donate and support Spark that will come in just over 98%. So that's looking great. A huge thank you to those who have made the effort to let us know what your commitment to donate is, because that's what our planning and budgeting can be based around. And then to come through, we know life throws curveballs all the time, but this is a community that's committed to, to funding and moving this um, initiative forward. And we're extremely grateful for that. Um, now, we know we have uh, adjusted the funding model starting in 2022 to make it something that's more sustainable and more appropriate to the current breadth of what we're working with here in Rock. And, um, and we're in the process of helping to convert commitments to the new funding model level. We're about a third of the way through right now. Um, so we expect to continue that into the first months of the year. So... There are some additional numbers for the rock community for this year. Don't they say something about don't talk about numbers on podcasts? And, Probably. But just jot them down as you're listening. I think the I think what that's telling us is the community's active, the community's growing, and it's really committed to this incredible model where we're all learning and growing somewhat on our own, but also helping the people around us and looking for ways to do that. And I, that's really what the point is, and that's yeah. really why it matters. Um, you know, it's, it's an unusual model, and it's it's really working in that it, there's this sharing going on. 
the number of features that we have that a church sponsored and said, I want to contribute this back to the community. Or um, they, you know, they would say, well, we could build it on our own, or we can build it in a way that's shareable, and now everyone can use it. And these things are, this is literally happening. It's not the dream. It is the reality here in the rock community. Yeah. John, you probably touch on that quite a bit, but um, that that has been the primary driver this year is churches that stepped up and helped fund sure. features that like the giving alerts feature. Yeah. And some, some of these features are things we've wanted to work on for a while. And, and it's just, this was the year that they got the funding. And I think it's interesting too, that I was just thinking about this for a different topic that God, in a sense, like the model that we'd want is not the model that we have. Right. So we'd want the model of like, Hey, everybody just donate and then we'll figure out how to do this. But it's really the model is like, you're going to get some mm-hmm. that way, but you're going to get some through what, is needed by the church. And I feel like that's kind of interesting because that actually puts the, puts the decision-making almost in God's hands. Mm-hmm. Cause if it was all just given to maybe just spark and spark gets to figure it out, well then it's in sparks hands. Right. But when, when it comes the other way, it allows God to, to kind of show us the features he wants mm-hmm. when he wants them. Sometimes it, you know, giving analytics, maybe we, we would have wanted that where we're in agreement, God and spark were in agreement of what that we, <laughs> that's a good feature, but it wasn't in our timing. It was right. on his timing. Cause he wanted us to work on other things. And, and so in some ways, some people might think, well, that's like a n- negative thing that, you know, it's it's done by funding, but in a sense, it's 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 just in time inventory, kind <laughs> yeah. of. As, in a sense, it's just in time <laughs> feature true. needs. It's um, a good balance for sure. Yeah, but I think sometimes as as humans, we want it to be our way, when we want it, how we want it. And I, the more I look through the story of Spark, it's a it's a story that is based on God's will at God's time. Yeah, and it's not always been you know, the, the journey we would have planned and mapped, but thank goodness it's not right. You know, thank goodness it's his journey on his time and his map. Yeah. And you could, you could really see that when you reflect back at all the milestones over the past 15 years, even before rock, it was all leading up to, it just seems super clear when you reflect. When you look backward, right. Yeah. Yeah. If only we had that same kind of clarity going forward. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, but then we'd be so scared. Like, I always remind myself that that's why God doesn't show us everything. Like, because we would never climb the mountain if we knew how tall it was. But if He only shows us a step ahead of the time, it's like, well, you know, what could one more step hurt? You know. So. And I think we're kind of wired for efficiency, right? If we knew where we were headed, we might try and get there the fastest or most direct route, and we might miss all the things we need to pick up along the way. For sure. So. Speaking of all the things we need to pick up along the way, don't forget, I know it's Christmas. I know everyone's got a lot on their plates, but um, we do have a conference coming next year. So don't forget that to put that in your planning and get that booked. We have some really incredible things that we want to do based on your feedback in the day before the conference as well. So that's lightly marked on the website with some information, block your calendars, book your travel accordingly. We're going to have a big fun community get together the night before the conference. So you don't want to miss the fun there. Um, But even before that, in the day before the conference, we are going to do some additional uh, deeper technical training opportunities, and that's going to be for free. Mm -hmm. So that's a great add-on. Don't miss it by booking your plane ticket at the wrong time because there's no cost to attend. We will need a headcount. We'll have a lunch break in the middle and 
the conference location is in an area, if you've been before, that has lots of great restaurants and things around. So there'll be plenty of time for you and your team to head out and grab some lunch. Um, but in the, the morning and afternoon around that, we're going to have some some incredible content that people have been wanting and hoping might come along as well. So don't miss out on those opportunities. Yeah, I'm excited just to even... I'm a, I'm really excited for the pre-day. I think there's a, some great content I'm looking forward to like preparing and putting forth. I know there's other people... Uh, who are thinking about that too. And um, so it's going to be a good time. It definitely will. Don't miss it. Um, Now, we'll keep reminding you, so don't worry. But if you have an opportunity to get that locked in, you've got a few budget dollars left this year, go ahead and make that happen. Just don't book your travel incorrectly. What else do we have coming up next year? Oh, next year is going to be crazy. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I, I I look forward to next year, not looking forward, but looking ahead to next year. And I, I think it's just going to be a crazy year. I think, especially for the church, I think there's just, if you don't have to read the tea leaves, you just have to keep your eyes open and you can see that there's a lot of things coming down the pipe that I think the church is going to need to step up and, 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 and be prepared for. I think all you have to do is look at the docket, um, of the Supreme court. And I think there's a lot of things that, um, could be very, positive for the church but if the church is left not prepared we're not, you know we need to get prepped for some of these things so that, so that the church is going to have a mission uh, some new missions in in 2022 that you know we need to be ready for um and I know personally I'm I'm getting ready for some of those things and and, and helping to support some of those things and I just think churches need to be you know and I'm sure pastors are mm-hmm. hearing their mission orders from God and when those mission orders come down to the likes of of our community in terms of like putting the rubber to the road, we need to be ready. Yep. And so what I would say is get prepared. Like to, you need to be your, your best self next year and you need to upgrade yourself. You need to be, you know, whoever you are, 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. It's <laughs> a good way to look at it. You know, I'm already reading books, you know, between now and the end of the year too, just to get prepared for some stuff. And, um, I think it's gonna be an exciting year. And I'm not saying that to scare anybody. I think it's going to be a good thing. It's like the, the church will have a huge opportunities in 2022 if we're ready for them. Um, I also think digital strategy is going to just accelerate too. And, you know, one of the things I've been hearing a lot about is that I've been hearing a lot of opinions on digital strategy lately, and that's good. The one thing I would say that I see that's a little bit different than what most people are talking about, it seems like ever, many people have an opinion that, that digital strategy should be X, Y, then Z. And, you know, my thinking is, gosh, the one thing I know about God is he's very diverse. Like he loves diversity. Like look around at our planet. Like we have forests, we have deserts, we have high places, we have low places. Look at our, our people. We have big ears, small ears, big noses, small ears, hair, no hair, you know, light skin, dark skin. So why would we think that the, the way that we're all going to be reached is one way? And, you know, a lot of times we look down upon all the denominational types we have and and maybe that's not a bad thing maybe the way we treat our each other between denominations is a bad thing mm-hmm. but, you know the one thing i'm betting on heaven being is is even more diverse i'm like i can't wait to see the new colors yeah and um i think the digital strategy has to be the same way and i think that's why it's so important that we have not um that are that are our, our um tools are like legos like our, we have a full toolkit so that we can be matching the expression that God gives to our senior leaders. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the one thing I fear, like when I hear people talking about digital strategies, oftentimes it's like, it has to be X, Y, and Z. This is the right way. It's like, oh gosh, that might be L right way. Like, I don't disagree, but let's not, let's not like put the bookends on it. Like I, I, I really do think diversity and in, in how we do this is, is key. We definitely want to be keeping options open and adding new opportunities in front of us, not narrowing down what's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more we work with churches, the more I'm just impressed with some of the ideas out there. And, you know, I was working with the church recently and they, they do something that's really kind of neat. I don't think it would work for everybody, but it's so neat that they're doing it that way. And it was just really inspiring to hear their ideas. Um, and I know if you shared those ideas with other pastors, they'd probably like have four reasons why not to, right? But it mm-hmm. seems to be working really well for them. And I thought that was really exciting and a cool thing. Um, and it was cool that Rock can support those needs because it wasn't built for those needs. It wasn't. Like we didn't pl- we didn't think about that. But it's so good that extensibility and and the and the toolkit was able to um uh, be assembled and configured to to support that. And fairly easily. Like it was just a natural like a configuration to them. And I'm like, huh, I didn't think about that. That's really cool. Um so, you know, just make sure that our skill sets can met are not limiting the vision that's coming from God to our senior leaders. Mm-hmm. And if that vision comes down and you're looking at your toolkit and you're not quite sure how to assemble it in the rock world to meet those needs, like we do have churches reach out to us on a regular basis and say, hey, I think I might need some extra extensibility applied in certain areas. Can you help us figure out how to do this right? And we love that. That's where these features that we're talking about um, are coming from that are being funded. And that's what keeps Rock so relevant is because it's meeting those ministry needs right where they are. And they take your requirements, your vision that's handed down. And then what our team knows about how the product works and how to build something so it is extensible for others and can be used in a diverse number of ways. And, And that's where the magic happens. So Next year, you'll probably run across some things that might fall into that category. Let us know if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, I spent most of a good piece of this week working on a, the mockups for for a pretty big feature set for a church um, that's very extensible and it's going to solve and scratch a lot of itches that have already been identified for us in the past that just never could get funded and prioritized. And now, you know, they're asking for something very similar that we can then scratch a whole bunch of other itches with and. Um, you know, it's probably too early to talk about because I'm not sure if it's going to get funded by that church. But I, know, I wish we could, though. But it's it's really cool. It's another one of those things that's going to definitely help them out, but it's going to help mm-hmm. everybody out. And um, so that's really cool. And you know, and if it doesn't go forward, let's just say I think it will. But if it doesn't go forward, it'll get done. Like you know, mm-hmm. those mock. I don't feel like that. That's going to be wasted time if they say, yeah, you know what, that budget got cut for some reason. I don't think that's going to be a waste of time because it'll just be a matter of like, well, we'll eventually get to it. Mm-hmm. That's what we've seen happen when you were just talking about like in the giving analytics world, you know, that it's the circle back and the timing that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. It could be too that we're called upon as a church to do a lot of new things and a lot of great things. And it could be and likely will be that, you know, budgets may not be super great to do all that stuff. So we need to learn to be very efficient too. And, and you know, it's something that we're thinking about too is like, hey, just because there's all these exciting things doesn't mean there's gonna be an exciting amount of budget so let's 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 stay let's stay uh frugal and scrappy yeah that's what got us here yep. right All, yeah. i mean yep. um but when we talk about the the skill sets and the upgrading of that and becoming your next best self i do want to mention too that's not always about technical skills i think those are the examples sometimes we use because we tend to be more technical but 
if that's not what God's called you to, like, just know, like, the strategies, the strategy skill set, the planning skill set, the leadership skill sets are going to be just as much in demand in our community too. Um, so, you know, just don't think about those skills, grow those skills. That's a great point. I mean, in the same vein where you say, if you don't document it, how will anyone else know how to use it? Why did you write it? If you can't communicate about it, if you can't share it the right way with other people, it could also be a a problem in getting the value expressed on that as well. So there are lots of different patterns and places for that growth. Yeah. And I think really one of maybe the biggest gap I see is strategic thinking. I think there's, there's two ways that 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 doesn't go well sometimes is one is that there's not, it's not being done. Like we just are tactically just solving these little needs, which need don't, I'm not saying don't do that, but we need to also just be thinking strategically about that. And, thinking proactively and such. Um, but then sometimes you have people who do that, but then they they pontificate. They just mm. think, say, and move on. And they need to kind of go, I have a gift here, but, I have, but my gift can't stop at saying I need to get my hands a little bit further down the track and a little bit more dirty and say, now this is how we're going to do it. And this is, because it's easy to have the ideas, I think, it's harder to get them implemented and to validate them. Like we talk a lot about mm-hmm. that, like in our team, like, hey, a good idea never survives to fully through the battle, right? It changes, adjusts, and gets and gets stretched as it as you fully consider it. But that takes time and, and gets a little messy. Um, so I feel like there's two problems. One, more people need to be strategic, and two, those who are strategic need to take that down a notch to make it um, implementable. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Well, there's a lot to consider for next year. So let's don't limit ourselves. We can't do it yet. Might be part of our vocabulary, but it doesn't mean that we can't get there by this time next year. 12 months is a long time. So yeah. it's very exciting to consider what might be on the horizon, what opportunities might open up that we have no idea will be in front of us. So let's position ourselves to be our best selves and and see what that brings. There's nothing like being a part of a great community to do that together. Yeah. And hopefully get some rest, you know, like after yes. those Christmas services. <laughs> I know it's like high time right now. Like this is like it's not quite the Super Bowl. That's usually Easter, but this is like, you know, the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So get, let's get through Christmas, get through <laughs> those services, and then maybe hopefully between the, that week and New Year's, you get a little bit of time to relax. And in that time of relaxing, just kind of go to God and say, God, what do you have planned, you know, yeah. in that time of rest? Prepare me for what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and for another year of podcasts and another year of our community together where we're doing life together at the intersection of faith and technology, and there's no place we'd rather be. Enjoy your Christmas, enjoy your break, and we will catch up with you next time. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com/sponsors. <laughs>